podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello everyone and welcome back to another bonus transfer pod here on Anfield Index Pro. Of course, we're covering the very fast-moving sort of deal for Dominic Subuschlei, who looks set to complete his medical this weekend and join the Reds, maybe sometime announced on on Monday from Red Bull Leipzig. And uh, on today's pod, um, what I'm going to be doing is, of course, is trying to get more of an insight into the player's background, the journey he's been on to get to this stage and just where his ceiling is. Maybe do a few comparisons over that uh, over that period as well. So I'm delighted to have uh, the insight of uh, a Bundesliga fan, Bundesliga uh, writer, the editor of One Football. Uh, we welcome on Helga Voltman, who's going to give us uh, plenty of insight into the player and just how excited we can be about Superschlei. Welcome on, Helga. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. No, it's a short turnaround. I think we only sort of briefly discussed this last evening, Alec. And, uh, of course, the news around uh, Dominic Sabochelai's, uh move to, to Liverpool broke and sort of seemed to, to reach its conclusion very quickly. It was sort of interesting how over the past couple of days it was uh, a name that came out of left field, to be honest. I think there have been quite a few articles I'd seen, you know, scouting sort of, you know, uh, bits of content from different folks where he was on the list absolutely of of players that Liverpool should be considering, but there'd been such a focus of Kefren Taram, uh, Manu Kone as well, um, that this really feels like it's come out of left field, the release clause being there, it expiring yesterday evening, it being paid before that, um, lots to, 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 to learn about the player, lots to discuss, but I suppose what I wanted to begin with, uh, in terms of a question on the player and just to get your, your perspective on I mean, having watched him in the Bundesliga. Uh, I mean, the, could you give us a, a sort of a brief overview of the player's sort of past and the journey that he's been on to actually get to this stage where, he, where he's at right now? Yeah, sure. Um, so I think I'm just going to start with a, with a pure basic. So he's a 22 year old player from Hungary. He's uh, like mm-hmm. one eighty-seven meters tall, or like I don't know, uh, six foot, uh, six six one. If you have <laughs> US yeah. uh, listeners, uh, and a midfielder slash winger, kind of uh, in between. Mm. Um, he has already like a, a massive amount of experience, considering his age. Uh, like two hundred sixteen professional games in the Austrian second and first league and the Bundesliga, and like you know, including the the cups and the the Champions League and Europa League. Uh, already won uh, a pretty good amount of trophies. Also, like you know, considering he's twenty two. Uh, several times Austrian champion, several Austrian cups, and now with uh. You know, with Leipzig, they won the DFB Pokal twice uh, in a row. Um, to maybe give you like an idea of like the the player that he is, like he's like very much a like Red Bull player, you could say. Um, not you know like not exactly sure how how like this has been followed like outside of you know uh, Germany Austria, but yeah. um, you know Red Bull, the clubs like Leipzig, Salzburg, Liefering, they not the they most are, popular, not the most popular <laughs> in in, in uh, our country here, but uh, no, like overall, like they have this uh, over overlying philosophy of you know high pressing. Uh, fast transition play and sure. um you know like like they teach their players uh how that works you know like over over time and they have this like feeder club that's called liefering so also to say basically serbishlai has gone through all of this from the get-go he was 16 uh, when he uh, went into the system in, ten, uh, in 2017 
uh, first went to Liefering, uh, then went up to Salzburg and then to, to Leipzig, uh, for like 20 million is like the typical way of, of these players, um, that, that get developed, uh, in the youth system there as well. Um, Liverpool was already like interested, supposedly, uh, back when he went to, to Leipzig a couple of years back, back in, um, in the uh, winter of uh, 2021, or like in, in January and 2021. Um, but yeah, so he is, you know, uh, trained in this style of play. And um, then when he came up to Leipzig, you know, like on the, the top leagues, he uh, got injured. Um, he had a, um, like a, a groin injury, I think, kept him out of, uh, out of the, uh, for like half a year, didn't play a single game in his, in his first half year. But maybe the good news for, for Liverpool fans, like it's the only major injury that he's had. Like he right. since then had like, you know, like a, a week or two that he was missing because of like some, some smaller muscular uh, problems. But, you know, like nothing major has ever come up. Like he's, he's played cool. very consistently. Uh, also that like with his stats, um, he has had six goals, eight assists in both of his uh, Bundesliga campaigns. And, um, yeah, like basically leaving uh, Leipzig as the like one of the decisive uh, players of the last cup final where he scored the second goal. So like, yeah, like a, a very important figure as well at the the club. Yeah. yeah, lots of people actually have pointed me in the direction of well, if, if you want to quickly understand the player, watch that you know final, watch how he performed in in the final. Um, and think, I mean. Again, I'm always weary of like, I mean, all these, all these YouTube compilations will be sent my yeah. way <laughs> over the next two days. I've already seen that, you know, incredible strike where, I mean, he, he does, he does look like he's somebody who strikes a ball incredibly cleanly, which is always very satisfying to see, especially from midfield. It's been a while for Liverpool since they've had somebody. <laughs> and I can imagine the, uh, yes, the very obvious comparisons considering, uh, you know, some of his affection for the club and, uh, Lots has been made of this tattoo that I'm sure might come onto a little bit in, in a, uh, a bit in terms of his, um, his, uh, sort of affection towards Liverpool. But you mentioned there, you know, very much gone on that, gone on that path that uh, many players go through in terms of sort of the Red Bull, uh, tuition, if you will, in terms of how to play their style of football. And I mean, I, I don't think it's a, a shock that Liverpool have, have leaned on that connection so much over the recent years in that the players having a more easy time adapting to, Maybe what Klopp has demanded of players, uh, if they've come from a um, sort of a an education like that, that Red Bull clearly seems to give give their players. I mean, you, you mentioned a little bit there about the the positions that uh, Subotchlai mm-hmm. has um, sort of you know, found himself in. That's one thing that I've noticed when I have seen a bit of the, a few of these clips. He appears to pop up. Um, uh, all over the place, really. And, <laughs> yeah. um, there's been a few clips that have been circulated as well about some of the tracking back, right? Some of the tenacity when it comes to, um, you know, making those tackles. I think there are a couple of high profile ones, maybe when he played Liverpool as well. And you know, that's, that's the, that's the sort of stuff that, you know, Klopp's, uh, always been very sort of enamored towards. Um, but I, I wanted to learn from you because in terms of, the player, the kind of player that he is, and the role that he's been filling in for, like at Leipzig, um, it seems like it's been a number of positions, correct? Yes, yeah, he he's as we said, like he's been all over the place. Uh, most recently, like in the, in the last season, he's been um, more on the right wing, but or like he's been he's been playing there, but um, he's not a player that you know like is is just keeping to the line, like you know, kind of like a like a clear winger that like, you know, runs up and down the, the sideline and then you yeah. know, cuts, cuts in or like crosses the ball. He drifts to the inside a lot. Like also he, um, he has been playing, um, before, for example, like the first season at Leipzig and, um, the last season at Salzburg, he's been playing more on the left wing. Um, he's right footed. Maybe that's like also important to know on that, but he's, um, pretty like very decent with like the left foot as well. But you know, like, uh, uh, right for the player, but, uh, he was able to, you know, on the left, he was more able to, you know, drift inside and, you know, shoot with his right foot, like an in- inverted winger. Um, and uh, like then on the right side also, of course, like he, um, was able to, you know, like to, to deliver the passes, like with his right foot mm. from there. That's quite nice. But also he's been playing in, mid- in like in the central midfield. So like, 
or like as a as a number ten, like as a playmaker. So like he's uh very versatile when it comes to that. Like he um yeah, like he's he's it's possible like to fit in in kind of like where you want it and then like maybe develop like the, the strengths that he needs for for that position, which is quite nice as well for Liverpool, I guess. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must have fan threads. Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. Yeah, I'm sure, that, I'm sure that's part of the attraction of, of the player, right? And that's sort of his, his, his flexibility. I think we've seen that from plenty of Liverpool players over the years. Um, so those who are able to dovetail in a number of different roles tend to be very popular um, amongst the coaching group. I mean, just one thing you mentioned there about uh, when he's played on the wings, and it's sort of interesting because you, you look at the the build of the of the player like you were talking about. He's is, is quite tall, seems to have filled out actually over the last season um, a bit more as well. So actually he's, seems to be sort of really developing into quite a strong um, presence on the pitch. How quick is he as well? Because, I mean, obviously to actually play in those positions at times, speed is going to be important. I've seen some of his his dribbling ability and that little burst of acceleration that you need to get past a few players. If you're going to um, try that approach to your game, is he, is he fairly quick? If, if, if you were trying to sort of compare him to other players that perhaps are more sort of well-known, I mean, how, how fast is he? No, he's, he's a, he's a quick player. Definitely. Um, He's, he's like, so his playing style is like a bit of a mix of, you know, like a great passing player, but also like, you know, a ball carrier that, that can yeah. go, um, like, like, you know, some, some distance with the ball. Like, also like looked, um, some of this up, you know, beforehand, like he's like one of the, um, like, like players of the bonus again who, who's been carrying the ball the most and then mm. last season. Uh, he's not necessarily like one of those, uh, like tempo dribblers, you know, like that, that do like, three uh step overs and then you know go go <laughs> past the past the defenders and then like take on a whole bunch of one-on-ones but you know he's he's quick like he's fast he can he can he can go past it but it's more of a like directness to his his game like less of a, a playfulness maybe as you would as you would put it um so he has that like i don't know like comparing i actually have to admit like i, I wouldn't uh know exactly like you know he's uh, definitely one of the faster players of the Bundesliga. Not exactly sure how that would translate to the Premier League, yeah. but um, like definitely not a, not a not a pace issue there, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not expecting him to come in and uh, to be, you know, to be Mo Salah or anything like that. <laughs> I, but, but I, it, from what I'd seen, it, yeah. it looked like there was this burst of acceleration where he can really move through the gears definitely, in midfield yeah. and takes himself away from players, which I think. For Liverpool fans, thinking back to sort of the last time they've had players like that, it's probably been the likes of Oxlade Chamberlain in his early days before some of the injuries took it away from him, mm-hmm. was able to carry the ball in that way. Um, and then also, I mean, I'm trying to go back a little bit. He's probably considered slow now, to be honest, but Emre Jean, when he was first in, <laughs> at, at Liverpool, had that for a while. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, some interesting comparisons, and in terms of the the type of player you you mentioned there, some of the different positions that he he, he finds himself in. But I think if, if if you were purely looking at him, I mean, from, from sort of a physical perspective, like I'm saying, he's pretty tall, he's pretty, he's uh, starting to sort of um, fill out a little bit. In, in in terms of his his the technical side to his game as well, yeah. I mean, uh, everything I've seen seems to suggest he's in, in, incredibly technically proficient, and that's like the that's the foundation of everything, right? Yeah, that's that's definitely it. Like he also, like you would assume maybe with his height that he might be, you know, like a more, you know, like a, a player also like for headers or for long balls. But no, it's definitely like his strength is, as I said, like passing game, like his mm. his uh, control of the ball. Like he's been uh, in the in the recent season, like one of the um, players of the Bundesliga who has created most chances, you know, in open play. 
Uh, he's amazing as well on set pieces. Um, but that's maybe like something we can talk about, uh, like a bit later, but like an open play, like he's, uh, great at playing like the second last pass as well, like, you know, seeing the openings, uh, and delivering to the players. He, he has great vision for, mm. uh, for, you know, the, the runs that his, uh, colleagues are making. Um, Honestly, like his output could be like considering all of these strengths, like his, his output could be, you know, even a bit better. Like looking at like six goals, eight assists in the Bundesliga. Um, it's definitely like that you can see that he's, he's a threat for goal, but also like, you know, like looking at all of this that could probably improve even like in, in, the, in the coming years. Although like, yeah, like keep in mind, as I said at the beginning, like he's 22 years old. Has a bunch of experience, but definitely like, you know, like moving up, moving, uh, also like to a club that is challenging more in the Champions League, you know, like he should, he should definitely be able to improve on, on, on these things as well. Like on top of also with a coach like your club. Hello. I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL index. We don't just have the Anfield index stuff. We've got EPL index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League and we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on eplindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast which is every day at 4pm Monday through Friday covering the whole league. We have a tad predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa, he does Anfield Index. He presents a tad predictable before every Premier League match week and then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL roundtable, there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely something we're going to come and talk about. I mean, I mean, one of the things that when we're talking about sort of, I guess, just the the top line attributes of a player. I mean, one thing that has been uh, yeah, been, been the foundation for any player that wants to sort of exist within the Jurgen Klopp side. Certainly there's Liverpool, um, the incarnations of Liverpool that he's, he's, um, he's created since his time there has been this obviously sort of foundation of running, right? The sort of the yeah. ability to, I don't know, do what 14k, whatever it is, like per, per, um, per game into those, those short sprints. I've, I've not gone into huge detail on sort of that side of his game, but it looks as though the, the right people who tend to, to tend to monitor that stuff and nodding and saying, yeah, he can do that. But he's, um, he's not necessarily known for being this sort of, um, combative, you know, breaking up play. Uh, you know, for example, like a very different player, uh, to the Manu Kone, who's been linked to Liverpool mm-hmm. as well. Uh, he does seem to have it in his game to actually nick the ball. And, um, like we were talking about that tenacity to track back. But, um, how do you feel he will, he will adapt to that side of sort of, you know, working for, for a clock team, the physical demands on a. No, but, but he right. has that. Like, that's, that's a definite, it. like, that's, that's the thing, like, Salzburg, uh, Leipzig, it's all about, you know, they they pressing, in, yeah. like, they, like, they are more, you know, like the original club at, at Dortmund, you know, like, um, yeah. Depends a bit on the coaches that they had, because, you know, like under, uh, Domenico Tudesco, they also had, like, way more of a ball or Nagelsmann as well, Julian Nagelsmann when he was there. Sure, sure. Uh, more of a, we link these, um, you know, gegen pressing and like, uh, counter pressing or like however yeah, you want to call it, but like we link this with like a possession game. But, you know, I, I think that's also what Liverpool does by now. You know, like they also know they can't just rely on transitions, but yeah, it's course, obviously way. like it's, it's like, it's like a mix now, you know, like uh, the possession game and, and the, the transition and the, uh, the pressing. Uh, the good thing is like, like, so much like has that, like he's, he's been, learning this for, for like a long, long time now, you know, coming out of that mm. uh, Red Bull system. Uh, I actually looked up like one of these uh, stats, like um, for, for this podcast, you know, like uh, on, on Opta, um, he has had uh, like uh, the average like sprints he does per 90 minutes. He was the 11th highest out of uh, 106 outfield players uh, in the last, yeah. um, you know, Bundesliga uh, season, but like that, that have been consistently playing, you know, like uh, over 2000 minutes. Um, and also he's gotten better at this. Like, you know, I've, I've, I've seen as well, like stats from his time in Austria where he was trying to, you know, press, but was all like, was often, uh, kind of like played past. Um, mm-hmm. he only like won, for example, like also like 36% of his, like, um, his duels that he, that he was like in, like, oh, right. like fighting for the ball. He's definitely improved on that already. 
and also like one of his teammates uh, said, for example, like uh, Schreiber Schlager, like a midfielder from, from Leipzig, said recently, like, uh, we also take more note of how hard he works off the ball, uh, how he positions himself, how he presses on the pitch. Uh, I don't think I don't think I've ever seen an attacking midfielder who's so good defensively. So like, oh wow, okay, this is high praise, you know, from one of his colleagues um, <laughs> that has been playing with him last season, and like, yeah, like he, I think, should be be very capable of adapting to, to what Klopp is demanding on on this side as well. Yeah, it's an interesting thing that you. You mentioned there, obviously, sort of the way in which Liverpool's style ha- has evolved over Klopp's time at the club, and that you know, this incorporation of more of a possession-based style, because of course, sort of largely our dominating possession when we're playing the majority of the games that we're playing at the moment. But I think one thing that's been of interest to to me certainly has been the way in which, and we'll have to see, sort of based upon the other players that come in this window for for Liverpool, the way in which I actually see. Uh, a sort of mirroring of um, what Manchester City have tried to do at their club in terms of the profile of players that are being pursued. I mean, there's this this in, this inversion, of course, of what Trent Alexander-Arnold is currently doing and sort of the, the players that have been recruited so far seem to point towards a move away from that 4-3-3 uh, you know, um, shape that we've been so associated with over the past few seasons uh, towards something a little bit different. Uh, and so Boschlai... Um, the pursuit of a player like that actually fitting into to that tactical shape, really. I mean, I've, I've seen a number of uh, people sort of um, uh, ambitiously comparing him to De Bruyne uh, in terms of, sort of what they want him to <laughs> evolve into. So that's, 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 that's no uh, no pressure on the kid. But um, it, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see sort of just exactly how he's he's used because I I, I can see the similarities uh, in. In the way in which sort of City have tried to to line up with Maca- uh, with uh, with Gundogan over the years, of course, um, and uh, De Bruyne, Rodri, uh, Schubertsley, uh, McAllister, you're probably missing, of course, the Rodri player there for, with Fabinho waning a little bit. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see sort of how that's how that unit's completed. W- one thing I wanted to talk about, and lots of it was, lots of it came out. I mean, the, the, the second the player is linked to. To Liverpool, um, someone digs out a quote of either where they were in 2005, um, or <laughs> or uh, some sort of like some affection that they have for the club, if, if it, even if it's uh, you know quite tenuous over the years, right? And um, but it, it does appear to to be with um, Wisselbochlai that uh, actually there is this affection that um, has been in place for for Liverpool at least at least partially, right? There's a, there was a lot made of this. This tattoo of a quote that I, I don't really believe Gerard ever would have said, to be honest. Um, but but seemingly, seemingly, seemingly did come from Gerard or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, of course, there's the um, uh, there was an interview that I'd forgotten about with with Klopp showing his admiration for the player as well. Um, just tell us a little bit about sort of um, suppose that sort of um, um, known affection towards Liverpool, but also probably more around the the player's character um, in, in terms of sort of. Uh, what he's like off the pitch, what he's like in the change room, um, from what from what we know, because that is one thing that I think has been really important for uh, Liverpool's recruitment over the past few years is, is is trying to maintain that harmony in the dressing room of getting the right sort of characters in who aren't going to disrupt things too much. Yeah, no, like overall, like I I also don't know if that is an actual quote of right? Gerard. You know, like, <laughs> like like also like maybe to say like, like talent is a divine blessing, but without incredible will and humility, it's worth nothing. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's from him. Like, I I just also, can't imagine like, the. I just can't imagine him saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. Like, I think it's also a bit related to his time at at Salzburg. You know, where um, he has said later on that you know Marco Rose, the the coach that uh, he had back then, also had like the last season at Leipzig. Now has been a big influence on him because uh, like he was saying that he came up. Uh, at Liefer, uh, like when he came from Liefering, like he was like the decisive player there, you know, like that was like, okay, I'm, I'm the center of attention. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy. And, uh, he came to, to Salzburg and then he realized, no, like I cannot come here with this attitude. Like, I cannot be expecting that I'm, you know, from the start, I'm the center of every attacking player and, and so on. Like he developed into that later on, but also he, he said that like, um, Rose like taught him that in, in, like not playing him for a while, like, you know, like only 
like on the bench and then you're like, like uh, putting in uh, on, on a substitute level, you're like coming in and like that. And that like for him, this was like a, a lesson in no, like I need to change my attitude. Like uh, I need to keep on working. I need to keep on developing, um, which is kind of, you know, like, related to this to this to this quote you know where it's like okay like talent is all fine and good but like all those pro players have talent like you need to have a work ethic that that matches that um and so um you know like that this might also be related a bit to this experience um if there is you know like a an internet you know like one of those templates you know that attributes it to to draw like um that that might be also like that you saw in like somehow like that. Um, but overall, like affection to, to Liverpool, like I am, I have to admit, like I'm not exactly sure how how deep rooted that would be. But overall, like I think as well um, for him, just looking at the club, you know, like there's a bunch of history. There has been a lot of successes in the recent years. There is one of the best coaches in the world, uh, like coaching that club. Mm-hmm. Also, a coach who has shown that he's willing to let young players play like he's not just you know stuck on names or or anything like if you work within his system like he's definitely shown this at Dortmund but also like you know at Liverpool but like you know if you work within his system if you do what you're supposed to do he will play you no matter like the name no matter you know no matter what so this is I think as a player this is a bit highly attractive because you know okay if I do what I'm being asked of like I have a good chance of you know making the next steps of developing and then playing and I think that's like mostly what what is uh, important there um to when it, when it comes to when it comes to Liverpool yeah like overall like his his character maybe a bit um like he had like his dad uh, Scholz Schoberschlei was you know a pro footballer as well okay uh, he was uh, coached by him already, like at a very young age. Um, said like he never had any Legos or you know like any anything <laughs> else, like just just the football. Always like, with his dad, you know, putting in hours and training and you know developing and getting better. Um, and then obviously like, like went to to uh, Red Bull and Liefering uh, at some point. Um, one of his his uh, under twenty one coaches, Michael Boris, has, has said uh, that he is kind of like a, a down to earth player, but also you know someone who who knows what he's capable of. You know, he's very good at assessing what is good, what is not good, what where do I have to improve, what where, mm. where am I good? You know, confident, but uh, kind of like down to earth. I would I would maybe you know yeah. uh, summarize that. Um, but yeah, also the confidence had come through actually, I had to say, like in, in a few of the interviews I'd seen, it, do, it does mm-hmm. look like he's, 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 he's well aware of his ability. I, yeah. I also like, yeah. you can see like when, when he was doing the interview, um, shortly before the cup final, when he was, uh, in, in Hungary and, and one of the, uh, interviews he did there, like he, he very clearly said like, no, like I want to get a transfer this summer. Like I want to make the next step. Like oh, right, okay. where it is, he's very, much you know like like oriented on on his goals and he's going like okay this is what i want this is what i'm going for now and like you know kind of it's also like been been cast as like an impatient player kind of like where it is like okay like if i don't play like i i i, I need to you know like like actually be on the pitch on the other hand like i think that's most players to be honest like if you if you if you see them you know like the quotes like oh i'm, I'm 21 i need to play oh i'm 25 i need to play Oh, I'm 30. Like, you yeah. know, like, I, 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 I don't have much left. I need to yeah. play now. You know, I can't there's, be sitting on the bench. So. There's not many players who are like, oh, I loved my season last year sitting on the bench. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> like 15 minutes is fine. You know, yeah. like there's, it's not much like that. Um, but like, yeah, he, he's been painted as like very impatient, like trying to, you know, get to the next level and, mm. and then challenging himself, which is, you know, great if you, if you want to move from, you know, Leipzig, which is, it is a top club already, but like, I mean, Liverpool is like an, a level above it, like where where uh, you need to improve some more. Um, but yeah, so that is like like one of his attributes. But also, it is kind of funny in that way that he's like normally he needs a bit of time to adjust to a new club. So that's maybe also something to manage expectations of of Liverpool fans. Like so far, um, as I said, like he came back from Liefering and uh, he was uh, on the bench quite a lot at the beginning uh, and, and more of a player who got subbed in. Um, 
also this kind of happened at, at Leipzig, even though like a bit, bit, uh, delayed, you know, he, he scored two goals like in his second game against Stuttgart and, uh, was having, I think like three goals, three assists, like in his first couple of games. Like he was, he seemed like he was just like coming in and, you know, being, being the shoot, uh, shooting star, uh, of the season. But then he kind of, uh, like had that adapting period kind of where he was, on the bench a bit more um people were kind of asking okay like you know when is it you know when is it gonna happen that he like he was so highly praised when he when he came in and you could see like in the second season it was you know way more consistency there like way more um of this um yeah confidence that you had like on the on the pitch you know it might be as well you know like at least from the little bit of recent past that we have like it's 22 like you know like it's hard to kind of be like okay this is like his his mo all the time um but like yeah like it could be that he needs some time adapting but on the other hand like it should be also showing that like every any anywhere he has been he has been adapting adapting well yeah i mean so players uh so, so fans who follow their own club are always a bit more critical um about their own players than than anybody else's <laughs> but i think there's a, a, a lot of liverpool fans who especially after the last season um uh, would 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 want to throw him in immediately and just say no that right side of midfield role is a mess. <laughs> please come in. Please actually do some you know actually actual work in that role. But no, I think we're 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 well used to that period of of adaptation. Plenty of players have arrived for big money at Liverpool and just not 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 appeared for for a few months to be honest before eventually coming into midfield. I think it will be different this time around just given the level of drop off we've seen from. Um, from players uh, in that area for, for mm-hmm. Liverpool, but it'd be interesting to to see. I mean, one thing you brought up actually that um, I'd, I'd, I'd I'd forgotten, but it is it is worth us talking about, and it's very easy to document on on YouTube. Of course, is is the set pieces uh, yeah. seems to have a pretty interesting sort of um, technique when it comes to sort of you know, striking the ball cleanly. Like you said, he's scored some spectacular goals for uh, both his country and for for in his club career as well um in, in terms of his his, his role to set pieces of course that'll be i'm guessing a little, a little battle between him and trent alexander arnold if he does join as well <laughs> uh it, it, yeah in terms of his proficiency in that area i mean he's he, he's he's the go-to set piece taker yeah like he's also he's he's great like from open play as well you know like just his shooting from from distance is amazing like he's had amazing screamers you know like just uh, yeah. As you said, like just like look him up on YouTube. Like you can you can see it. Like he uh, has scored, you know, from from far distances on his set pieces as well. Like he, he kind of like. I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want whenever I want and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super-fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, Mac boxes and games consoles. Visit libertyshield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. Has a way of, of, of kicking the ball where it is, you know, like kind of like doing a little curve, but also like, like not like hitting it full on kind of, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. So like, it's like a lot of, uh, speed behind the shot, but also like it's very, very, um, well targeted, you know, like, and, and it's not just a, you know, like blind force onto the ball, you know, like it's, it's, it's very, Nice to see also, like, maybe, I don't know, like, but if you say, like, Trent Alexander Arnold, for example, like, mm. could kind of, you know, like, closer to goal, maybe have it, uh, you know, Alexander Arnold and, like, maybe a bit further away, 
because he's also good at crossing the ball, you know, like, or like on, on, on corners. So you could, like, kind of like from further away, you could kind of have like maybe Shobosh like take these, these set pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's good is, is, is just to actually sort of relieve that, um, focus on, on, on Trent to, to do it all, to be honest. I think that's been mm. one of the issues that, um, Liverpool have had over the past season is that, uh, midfield's been fairly, fairly workmanlike and actually yeah. not contributing in, in, in that side of the game, really. I mean, Thiago does from, from now and then, but, uh, yeah, certainly not been contributing in the way in which they would like. And that's been obviously the reason by Trent's moved closer to, Towards the goal, and and I actually think uh, I was watching some of the clips. I mean, yeah, the way in which they strike the ball does actually seem quite similar to be honest, because as you say, it's it's hit very it's hit very hard, but it's not just a a case of I mean, I'm going to leather this with with everything mm-hmm. I've got, and I'm not sure where it's going. There does seem to be some control over it there. Um, I, I alluded to it earlier on. I mean, I mean, like four uh, Klopp Liverpool four three three. You could sort of you could you could predict the team for for so many years, mm-hmm. and it does sort of how. Liverpool were going to line up and it was just a case of, nope, that's how we're going to line up. We're not going to adapt for you. It's about, can, can you withstand what we're going to try and do? That has changed. Uh, and we saw obviously this um, last season, which obviously wasn't a good season for Liverpool and wasn't a good season for, for Jurgen Klopp. Lots of different uh, tests around sort of thinking about new shapes and what was going to work. And I think, to be honest, it was... Uh, just multiple attempts to try and make the team work when actually in the reality that the only solution was always going to be um, in the market, considering mm-hmm. sort of the way in which some of the players had declined. But we ended up in this shape uh, with, with, of course, Trent starting at right back, but you know, drifting into midfield, um, occasionally being sort of like a three-five-two, sort of stri- strange at times the way in which we were lining up. But it does appear as though that's going to be the way in which we see Liverpool stick with. Um, McAllister coming in, um, like the Soboslai being pursued, lots of links to the likes of uh, Kefra and Taram and, and, and Manu Kone, of course, before his his injury. Uh, in terms of how you think he'll fit um, in uh, in a Klopp side um, and this, um, this sort of new shape, I suppose, from what you've seen of it, um, just give us your thoughts on that. And then I suppose we can also weave into it as well where are the areas where you think he'll he, that there mm-hmm. will be some adaptation for him to actually sort of deal with the Premier League? And that's not me saying, oh, the, the Premier League, this, 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 this <laughs> I mean, he's, he's coming, league, he's coming from the Farmers League. He's intense, coming from right? the Farmers League. We all, we all know. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to, of course, yeah, the highly competitive uh, league that City have won like four or five years <laughs> in a row. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, I mean, what area do you think he's got to? Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll probably have to work on to to adapt to the league. Yeah, like like overall, like. I've, I would see him fit in, you know, like as I said before, at um, at Leipzig, he's been playing more on the wings, or at least you know, like if you if you look at the starting lineup, but then you know, drifting inside. I think looking, you know, at the squad that Liverpool has, like they, there's way more options up front, you know, like in the, the you know, like wingers or uh, like striker department. Uh, so I, I would see him fit in more in midfield, you know, like as as you said already, you know, like more. Um, in in this role, like in the in the center, a bit more. Um, mm. Maybe maybe you know, like in this case, then kind of like center and drifting more, like sometimes to the outside to kind of like uh, like get more, like like to um, get like higher numbers, you know, on on like a certain area. You know, like he's very very smart at that as well. Um, but as you said, like like last season, like there were almost no goals from midfield coming in, or like like you know, like there was. This need need for that, so I I would assume he would, he would go more in a, in a central role um, at, at Liverpool. Um, it's also very clear that you know like midfielders need need to be replaced. Like there's there's several players leaving, you know, like with like Milner, with like uh, Chamberlain. Like you graciously gave my favorite team Werder Bremen Navi Keita, so like that's very yes. you know <laughs> that's very very Maybe happy that. for me. Um, but yeah, like there's there's definitely like just like. On the numbers alone, you know, then it needs to be some reinforcements there. So I also think he would fit in there nicely because, as yeah, as, as we like talked about before, like he's uh, very versatile on on the pitch, and I think mm. um, a center role could also like like do him very well. Uh, can work there as like a, a passing player, but also as a ball carrier, kind of like a box to box player, maybe in in that sense, but more in a playmaker role. Yeah. Um, but you know, in general, like. It gives club way more options because like, he has and can play everywhere. So 
like, except like you need like someone like, you know, Fabinho behind him, you know, like to kind of secure that defensively. But on the other hand, you could, you could like fit him in, um, like almost everywhere, you know, like either, you know, drifting towards the middle a bit because he's not, as I said, not a clear winger, but like also could, you know, like, like be on the, in the, in the center midfield and drifting a bit outside. Mm. Um, yeah, like then improvements. Um, like overall, like, like, I think it's also pretty clear that, um, that he's, he's a very exciting player, like to, like to be excited for. I think he will fit in, uh, pretty well in the Premier League, you know, like with his playing style, with his pace, with his, uh, like pressing capabilities and, and, and all of that. Um, overall, like on a, on a pretty high level already, um, like, I, I, like, he could get more, like he should get more consistency in, um, in his goals and assists. As I said, like six goals, eight assists, and then like, um, two Bundesliga seasons each. Um, also in the Champions League, he's, um, like, let me just grab my notes here. Like he, um, <laughs> I think had like, like 23 games for, you know, Salzburg and Leipzig. And, um, he's only scored six goals and three assists. Obviously, uh, like, Salzburg not like a massive, play, like you know, massive giant of the the Champions League, but yeah, yeah, on this level he could like have more consistency in in his output. Basically, that's what I would be saying. Um, and you know, as well, like talked about it earlier as well a bit. You know, like his his heading is not you know world class. Like in, with his size, you know, he could probably be, be become better at that, but. The other like he's mostly taking the, the set pieces and you know, so so <laughs> why would he, you know? But um We have a lot yeah. of players like that at Liverpool. It's strange that you've got caught quite a lot of um very tall players mm-hmm. uh and uh none of them are particularly <laughs> great or like or, <laughs> as oh, actually they're, they're they're fine, but but none of them are as good as you would necessarily think they were if you mm-hmm. looked at them, right? And it's actually it's ended up being uh, a small Portuguese guy, Diego Jota, who's an excellent, oh, yeah. an excellent header of the ball. Or like Mane when he was still there. You Mane know, like was yeah. it, absolutely. And actually, very strangely, not in a maybe goal-scoring sense, but um, and you, you'll have seen plenty of him in the Bundesliga, but um, Thiago Alcantara is, mm. is, is, is far better in the air than you would ever, ever <laughs> expect <laughs> that he would be. But uh, he's, he's, he's all-round game seems to be that way, right? But he's... um. Yeah, a lot more combative than I thought he would uh, he would be when we signed him. But um, no, sorry, you were saying so. Yeah, that the heading is probably an area we can improve. Yeah, like, but yeah, as I said, like also, it's probably not something he would focus on that much. I would imagine because sure. you know, as I said, like he's taking the set pieces mostly himself. Also, he's in clubs where it's it's seldom that they, they just like hoof the ball forward and you know like hope mm. for the best. You know, like like. He's he's used to playing in, in teams that either, you know, like go on the counter attack, like but also like, you know, with like fast vertical passes in and or, you know, like later on at, at Leipzig like, to just have like a possession game where where he is not breaking up uh the the, the um the, the defense by, you know, like being like a target man. Like he, he what he does is like, you know, great passing and you know, like the the threat as like a uh player who can you know score from from far away you know like with the shots like if he's like okay like i don't know where to put it i'll, I'll just put it in the goal you know like kind of kind of like that it's an effective yeah it's, a, it's, an, <laughs> it's, it's an effective strategy no it's it's i, I think it's it, it, it honestly has been something i think many Liverpool fans have been uh bemoaning for many years now just because i mean you, if you, if you grew up in the past like however many years I mean you're used to seeing it from 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 Gerard not saying not saying everybody can do it like Steven Gerard <laughs> but like um, just just shooting from midfield uh is I think is an underrated uh quality to be honest I mean of course you want to build moves you want to maintain pressure you don't want to relieve pressure mm-hmm. but um I think there's been, there have been times in the past where I've gone well it should be great if someone could just really put their foot through this and yeah, um, it just gives you another two kind of, you know, like, exactly. yeah, like you, you don't, you don't always have to do it. You shouldn't rely on it maybe, but you know, like mm-hmm. it gives you another tool. Like if you, like also something that the defense has to watch out for, you know. Mm. Yes, exactly right. That the, 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 there's the awareness that that threat exists. And even if you don't score, you think you, you, you do create chaos, right? You <laughs> just like just mm-hmm. lashing one in. It's, yeah, it's going to be, I think that's, that's something that Liverpool fans are sort of very excited to see from, from the player. And, it's yeah. I think when you spoke about the profile, I, mean, I think lots of people have sort of expected him just to slot into this 
uh, probably the right-sided eight role, which has been very mm-hmm. weird, actually, in Henderson. Um, you know, used to do sort of the shuttle running and there's much more the water-carrying role. And now he's been, uh, last season anyway, was popping up in all sorts of weird positions that didn't seem to suit him and actually left us quite defensively open. Um, it seems like the, that flexibility would actually suit um, so much mm-hmm. line. I was just thinking about some of the links in the past, actually, and players that Liverpool have tried to go after and haven't quite got. So, of course, there was Offlane Chamberlain who was brought in and had some of those similar skills. And uh, another player who's, I don't think, is directly comparable, but like Liverpool clearly going for him and didn't end up uh, managing to get him in was um, Nabil Fakir, who mm-hmm. like, was, was I think, was targeted for that role. Again, another player who you know, picked the ball up, drive forward, dribble, score goals, created from midfield. And Liverpool, Liverpool have just missed that, basically, from... From their midfield, they never they never quite managed to sign that player, and in the end, it's been you know, no one's complaining. Very successful period with lots of um, people working hard for the team. But I think yeah, this does look like it's going to be. It, it strikes me as a little bit opportunistic actually, because there's been so many links to the likes of Kefran Turan. There's been so many links um, around Manu Kone, and of course, more combative uh, midfield presence, which I think is still probably going to be needed, but. As you said, this is this is another tool, right? The Swiss Army knife gets a bit, um, yeah, a bit more complex in terms of what Klopp can 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 turn and rely on now. So I think that's that's certainly going to be very exciting. One thing I will ask you, and perhaps it's unfair, but it's um, it's the sort of thing that I know people are thinking about already. Um, if you had to compare him to a player, I mean, like like that you've watched any league, whatever. I mean, like. What would what would be the the easiest um, comparison you could make into the sort of the the style of play that we're potentially getting? Yeah, I, you already made it a bit, and the De Bruyne, yeah, yeah, like it's 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 a bit like it's a bit mean to kind of like it's harsh, uh, measure. Yeah. Like the, the thing is, like I would just go for like okay, like the type of player, you know, like it's not like it's the same level yet. Like I mean, yeah, I think he could get there at some point, but. How would we know? You know, he's 22. Like, mm. you know, whatever happens to him in the next years, there might be also like a massive injury. So, like, who knows? But like, yeah. just like by the type of player, um, he's yeah, he's because he's like this passing, his his shooting ability, his his vision, like that puts him as like a similar kind of player. Like also like his like De Bruyne also has been on the wings, you know, in, in the mm-hmm. past. Um, moved more to the center later on. Like as a player who can carry the ball as well. He's not like the massive dribbler, you know, like in the sense, as, as I mentioned before, like, you know, like a playful one where it's like, you know, like five step overs and then like, you know, flicks it with his heel or whatsoever, like very more like a direct player, you know? Hmm. So like, I think that goes in the, in the direction, like then I saw something also like, you know, preparing a bit. I have to admit, not the, like that I don't know the player that well, uh, but mm-hmm. maybe you can, uh, can go for it, but like that I, what I saw in Opta, you know, when they were kind of like, when I was looking at the stats there, and like sure. they also made like a comparison to to uh, to like what player is he most similar to? And there was a James Madison, you know, like who's, who's going to to yeah. Tottenham, and like uh, was a listed before. Um, so that was like something like where it's like his output on on, on chances, or like his creating of chances, like his his um, like ball carrying and all that stuff. Like they they were mentioning like that, you know, like James Madison was like a pretty similar player. So. Mm. Not exactly sure, you know, how, how how well or not well that that is uh, being being received, but it'll uh, go down fine. Yeah, it'll, it'll go down fine. <laughs> I, 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 I think, yeah, I've I've always been. I think I think I've always been slightly unimpressed by James Madison and up until the last season. Where I think he, he he took some big strides actually in his in his development. I, I think I think he'll be good at um at Tottenham. But no, yeah, I think I think the, the, the only difference I'd see with Superstar is that there, there looks like there's a potential there for more power. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's, there, there, there's more power there, which is, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think folks who've listened to this will see obviously like, the, the, the comparisons between Kevin De Bruyne uh, and then at one point Emre Jean. I mean, I think there's going to be like the <laughs> interesting balance between the middle of that uh, in terms of, sort of those, those players, different skills and, mm-hmm. and how, how they've ultimately ended up being used. Uh, but I think it's yeah, it's, it's clearly clearly a very exciting player, one that's going to capture the imagination. Uh, yet to see what kind of shirt number he he goes for, how much pressure he wants to give himself. Nabi <laughs> Kater, who you also talked about, who we wish the best in in Bremen, is uh, is uh, t- took the number eight when he arrived, and uh, I think there were, there were lots of big quotes about you know his ambitions. Of course, injury 
uh, robbed him of being able to do that. I, it wouldn't surprise me if if uh, Soboslai was um, had a similar uh, confidence about him to take on <laughs> to take on that mantle. Um, also, it's, also, it's easier now. You know, it's like you know with coaches. You know, like you don't want to follow up Alex Ferguson, but you want to. No, you know, yes. But then, you, but then it's fine to follow, like after, after two guys failed, or like you know, then it's fine to follow up on that. You know, like might be the same. Yeah. I know. Yeah, Kato completely failed, but I'm like under, no, 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 under, no. under uh, delivered maybe on expectations. Yes, yeah, I think one of the big one of the big regrets. I, I, I hope he's fantastic for you. Uh, I think it's um, he's yeah, clearly an incredibly talented player, um, used in a different way to I think that people thought when he actually initially arrived, and then yeah, injuries just um, really robbing him of uh, any sort mm-hmm. of consistency, which is a shame. And actually, I think after a while, it wasn't just injuries; it was. It was trust. I don't think the manager really, really trusted him in those um, situations, which was which was a bit of a shame. But uh, no, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see um, Subashlai give himself that uh, give himself that pressure. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's inter- it's interesting how it's worked out, of course, because all the links to uh, to Bellingham um, and the way in which he's obviously gone to Real Madrid and two players have come in for it, which looks like it will probably end up being around the same money in terms of the fee. Uh, with McAllister um, mm-hmm. and uh, Subersley, doesn't look like terrible business at all. But uh, I mean, anyway, Helga, I, th- I think we've we've covered a a lot there on the player and sort of what we can expect. And uh, I mean, the the ceiling is potentially very high. And I think it's, he's he's making the choice to to come to a club where he wants to develop and try and reach that ceiling. And there's there's going to be a number of very competitive people in the dressing room that you can lean on. Um, it'd be interesting to see sort of who he. Who he gets close with um, when he joins, because there's, there's some interesting characters in that in that dressing room. But anyway, like, I want to thank you so much for for coming on and um, lending lending us your insight. Was is, is is there anything you think we've left on the table, or is, or just we've done a pretty good job? Uh, I think we've covered it mostly. <laughs> <to be honest. laughs> this is child, this is his childhood grades or something. Let, let, let people go back to sleep. <laughs> uh, exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, I think it's, it's we're always in a rush to spin these out when there's a. When there's a firm link like that to the player, but yeah, I do appreciate you coming on and um, oh, very, very yeah. happy to. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for making this a very pleasant experience. So yeah, thank you. No worries at all. And uh, yeah, to, to all the listeners, um, yeah, do obviously uh, stay tuned for more uh, podcasts around uh, the new recruits that look like they're coming coming through um, uh, on Anfield and Next Pro. There'll be plenty more analysis, I'm sure, um, of. Of the player before we're done, you will know what he has for breakfast by the time this is <laughs> by the time this is over. But uh, yeah, do stay tuned for other great uh, content until the next pro. And yeah, I'll be back again soon. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.